May all beings be happy and know the causes of happiness. May all beings be free from fear and the causes of fear. May all beings dwell in equanimity and never be parted from true joy, from true joy, from true joy. Loka samasta sikino. Hi folks, Paul Temple here from the Diamond Light Network. This is our podcast number four that is called Sound Temple. Uh, And it is about the new album by my music project, Radiance Matrix. And yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this new album and I love the title Sound Temple which reflects the sacred inner space, the heart sanctuary that the Tibetan bowls and chanting and the whole album are meant to create. The the purpose of the album is to let people have a recorded version of what I offer in the Radiance Matrix concerts. People have a very deep and transformative experience in the concerts So I wanted to make that musical offering more widely available through a recording. The core of the album is Tibetan bowls and Vajrayana, or Tibetan throat chanting, which is this old ancient medicine offers a transmission of the Vajra, or the pure diamond light. The Vajrayana chants are from an ancient Tibetan mystical tradition that is said to be the speedy path to enlightenment. These practices activate our heart centers and, you know, raise our level of conscious awareness. The album moves through a musical sequence that can bring the listener into an inner mystical state. The first track is called Sonic Architecture, and it builds a set of sonic geometrics through the use of certain intervals and overtones that initiate sacred space, both in the mind of the listener and in the energy field in the room. This creating of sacred space is like casting a circle or calling the directions in a ceremony. It prepares us for inner work. The next set of tracks are the Tibetan Vajrayana mantras that generate and transmit the energy of the Vajra or the pure diamond light. These these are ancient sonic practices, chanting practices that invoke energies and teachers and emanations of the Vajra radiance. They allow people to experience the pure Vajra essence. These two tracks are the core generators of the ceremonial sequence. They are generating this good energy that we call bodhicitta. Then there's a a meditation that is just Tibetan bowls. 
And then there's this beautiful song called The Dedication of Merit. Uh, it's in Tibetan. Uh, but that offers this energy that we have generated, this bodhicitta, out to the benefit of all beings. So the, this prayer translates as, may great waves of beneficial energy of this bodhicitta, may it be manifest without obstacle for the benefit of all sentient beings. So through chanting this prayer, we send this energy out. We send it out through the matrix, through the grid of light, to the benefit of all beings. You know, I realize this may all sound a bit weird or fantastic to some people, but as one comes to work within the realm of nada yoga, which is the yogic study of vibration and sound, one realizes that the phenomenon that we call music is really something much bigger and more profound. When working with vibration, sound, and music, we're tapping into a primordial creative force that has amazing mystical dimensions. These chants take us back into that primordial vibrational power. This is why people love music and why music touches us so deeply. Music has become highly commercialized and monetized and digitized and stylized in our world. But as one steps out of the, the glamours of the contemporary music scene, sound and vibration can be a gateway to a world of great mystery and power. As many people experience with these chants and the magic of the Tibetan bowls. Vajra is the Tibetan word for the pure, radiant light in our hearts. Some call it the sacred heart, or the heart of perfect wisdom, or the seed of divine consciousness, or the seat of the soul. Many people know the famous Tibetan mantra, Om Mane Padme Hung, which translates as the jewel in the lotus. Well, that jewel is the Vajra, or the diamond light. It is in our heart center. And then it is protected by layers of petals of the lotus flower. So that is the jewel in the lotus. And as we chant the mantra, the lotus begins to open so that our hearts can begin to shine like a diamond. This particular mantra actually isn't, is not on the album, but there are other mantras, uh, the Vajrayana mantras, that have a similar effect of awakening and activating and energizing that diamond light in our heart. I have heard the Vajra best described by a Tibetan Lama. It's a beautifully eloquent explanation. It says, the Vajra, or pure, radiant, diamond light, clears the mind of perceptions that obscure our awakened nature. It helps us embody the primordial purity of our ultimate unfabricated reality and recognize that we are 
an inseparable part of the jewel net of the universe. The Vajra, or diamond, manifests as pure light floating in a sphere of omniscient awareness, radiating our pure, innate nature, the diamond light of clear mind. So these teachings are, are from Padmasambhava, who was a 7th century mystic who brought Buddhism to Tibet. And which reminds me, this is a good time to also give thanks to my teacher, the Venerable Dhyaniyawahu, who initiated me into these Vajrayana practices. The name of my music project is Radiance Matrix. The radiance part refers to the radiant sound field created by the Tibetan bowls. The bowls are from an ancient Himalayan healing tradition made as a special tool for meditation and vibrational healing. They are hand hammered from seven metals by families in Nepal who have been making them for many generations. I have come to understand that the energy field the bowls create is very similar to the energy of the Vajra, or that pure diamond light. So the bowls not only take us into deep meditation, but they also awaken the Vajra light in our hearts through the process of resonance. So that radiant field of the bowls is the radiance part of radiance matrix. The matrix part refers to the network of light that we are that we connect into whenever we offer this work. It is through this grid of light that we are connected to all beings and our hearts become a diamond, a jewel in that jeweled fabric of the universe. So the radiance matrix is our offering of generating light, generating this Vajra radiance and offering it out through the matrix, through the grid of light for the benefit of all beings. People often ask if what I do is sound healing. And that is a phrase I actually try to avoid. I prefer to use the term nada yoga to describe the work I do. Uh, I mentioned that phrase a little earlier. The word healing implies that I am doing something to someone, that I am fixing something. And it's just a construct. It's a relational construct that I'm wary of. You know, there is something powerful and magical that happens in the sound field with the bowls and the chanting, but it isn't about me being a healer and fixing people. So that's why I prefer the term nada yoga. Uh, it is a Sanskrit phrase that encompasses the mystical powers of sound and vibration. In formal Sanskrit, nada, and that's N-A-D-A, -A, nada, 
refers to the primordial vibrations of creation, that first pulse of light and consciousness in the universe. That concept then expands into the realms of vibration, sound, and what we call music. It's kind of funny to me that in Spanish, nada, 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 nada means nothing. Because, you know, the Sanskrit nada is about that primordial pulse that arose from the nothingness. My teacher, Diani Oahu, says that from the emptiness came forth the song of creation. Scientists call it the Big Bang. The Bible says, in the beginning was the word, and a word is a sound with meaning. These are all different creation stories with similar themes of sound and vibration and the birth of consciousness. And so this sound, this vibration is, is a very potent uh, tool and vehicle for creation and tapping into those primordial spheres of consciousness. The yoga part of Nada Yoga, uh, yoga means union, just as in other forms of yoga are modes of generating union of body, mind, and spirit. The Vedic studies of Nada Yoga cover things like chanting, mantra, kirtan, and classical Indian music. But its broader aspects encompass the mysteries of sound transformation and consciousness. And so that's really the best way I have to describe what is happening with the bowls and the chanting I do, that um, it is Nada Yoga. I often get asked if the concerts I offer with the Tibetan bowls are like a gong bath. Gong baths are another form of nada yoga. Uh, people call it sound healing. I personally find that the sound field created in a gong bath to be kind of chaotic and dissonant. Um, they say this is breaking up stagnation in the energy field, um, which may well be true, but I end up, you know, when I've done gong baths, I end up feeling a little kind of chaotic and disjointed afterwards. In contrast, you know, the energy field of the Tibetan bowls is very pure and sweet and calming. My bowls are tuned to uh, harmonic ratios. So the geometrics of the sound field are very harmonious and they resonate with the harmonic structure of our own energy body. Uh, I work a lot with overtones, which activate the upper chakra system or the outer layers of the energy body. So just as a, a cathedral or a Sri Yantra are designed based on sacred geometry, the harmonic ratios of my bowls, the chanting and the flutes create a sacred architecture in the sound field. My experience, and you know, others have shared this with me too, is that this is quite different than a gong bath. 
the bowls are more calming, enveloping, and transformative. I want to share something about the artwork that is on the cover of the Sound Temple album. There is a magical performance space in Tucson, Arizona called the Galactic Center. Uh, it's also affiliated next door to this place called Solar Culture. And I've given several concerts there. There is incredible visionary art on display uh, in, in the place. And the first time I visited, I was drawn to a particular piece that was hanging. And it had the pearl of light connected to the six directions inside a diamond-shaped double tetrahedron. And for those of you who know the diamond light meditation that I teach, this image is the core visualization of that practice. It's, it's like the Vajra being that orb of luminescence. That is that pearl of light connected to earth, sky, and the four directions. So there it was in this amazing painting with Iris and Osiris. And so I went and I asked the, the gallery owner, I said, wow, who did this amazing piece? That's like the same imagery that I work with. And, <laughs> Uh, she said, oh, well, that happens to be one of my pieces, uh, which was just, you know, really synchronous. So her name is Kati Astrer. That's Kati, K-A-T-I. Astrer is A-S-T-R-A-E-I-R. <clears throat> the name of the piece is Divine Blueprint. So Kati and I have developed a deep connection since then. It seems we have similar guides to our differing arts. Um, and I was really pleased when she agreed to let me use the piece on the cover of the Sound Temple album. If you want to learn more about Katie, she has a Facebook page under her name, Kati Astrayer. And you can see more of her amazing art there. She does these big... Uh, goddesses, and uh, last I saw she was doing this big jaguar face. So again, that's Kati, K-A-T-I, Astraer, A-S-T-R-A-E-I-R. So in closing, if you would like to hear this new album, Sound to Temple, by Radiance Matrix, it is available for streaming on Apple Music and Spotify. It's also available for download on Bandcamp and CD Baby. You can get all those links uh, at the Radiance Matrix website, which is radiancematrix.com. There's also a Radiance Matrix Facebook page and there are links for the music also on the Diamond Light Network website, which is diamondlightnetwork.com. There are also a couple of free tracks available for download uh, on the Bandcamp site. Um, you can find those links again on uh, either of those websites that I mentioned. The free track is an extended 15-minute version of the Vajra Sattva Mantra. 
I don't think actually I mentioned that the last two pieces on the album are also pieces uh, I do in my live concerts and workshops. The seventh track, I think it is, the second to last, is called Chakra Song. And that is a singing practice that we do to awaken the chakras. Uh, we sing up and then down the chakras using a standard major scale. It's a wonderful daily practice to activate and feel into the energy body. The chakra system that I use is a little different from the well-known Vedic chakra system, but I'll, I'll be making an instructional video, uh, an instructional video uh, on that practice soon uh, on the Diamond Light Network uh, website and video series. So, but anyways, for the people who have done that practice before in the workshops, it is on there called Chakra Song. And then the last piece on the album is the wonderful dedication mantra that we close all the concerts and workshops with, the Loka Samasta Sukino Bhavantu. This offers all the good energy that we have generated out to the benefit of all beings. It's kind of like the dedication of merit track that uh, I spoke about earlier. But this, again, is one that people who have been to the concerts uh, will be familiar with, that we, we sang in the concerts together. And then that changes at the very end into the Om Shanti 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 Om uh, as an offering and closing of peace for all beings. It might be nice, actually, to close this podcast uh, with the translation of the Loka Mantra. May all beings be happy and know the causes of happiness. May all beings be free from fear and the causes of fear. May all beings dwell in equanimity and to never be parted from true joy. Thank you for listening. Namaste.